Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 8, Episode 5. I'm Jack. I'm ASD. And I'm Mark. Mark, first appearance on the show, so we're going to go through our standard questions for a special guest that we have on. Um, so let's start with your first ever Spurs game. First ever Spurs game was 91, uh, home game I sit the lane against Norwich, beat them 3-0. Um, Good start. Can either of you tell me who scored the three goals? No. Excellent. He wasn't born. I it wasn't can't. 91, I weren't, no. Naeem, Lineker and Paul Allen. Wow. Yeah. Was that, that was your first experience of White Hot Lane then, so what was that, that like? That was, yeah. So I remember I was sitting on the shelf um, and had the restricted view yeah. seats yeah. with my uncle. So uh, yeah, my, my brother actually, and I, this isn't going to get me off to a good start with the fans, but my brother's actually a gooner. We, we don't speak much. Oh, right, let's we, turn uh, it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't speak much. Uh, but my uncle is a, is a massive, massive Spurs fan, um, always has been, and he took me to my first game. That's wicked. And it was unbelievable. I mean, you know, like you're, you're eight yeah. years old. And you go to you go to that stadium, that cauldron, it's unbelievable, yeah. That's quality. Um who's your favourite Spurs player that you've seen live? I really I really struggle with this. Mm. I mean, I think it's probably a lot to do with the age I was as well, and that, that kind of that magical thing yeah. for Chinola. Oh, yeah. oh, it's, yeah. the, it's the flair, the panache, some of the goals, the charisma. And when you're younger, you just you look up to players like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's got to be David. He was such a great player, wasn't he? When he used to beat players on the wing and especially for that time oh. as well. Like just stood out, you know. Yeah. Was it, would you reckon he'd be good enough to get in the current Spurs yes. team? Because there's always debate about this, that he was a, a good player in a really poor side. But do you think he would have enough? Yes. No, I think when you, when no. you, when you watch it, and I'm saying with you, I'm, when you to say he's, he, was, he stood out because of the, mm. the, the team, I think it's wrong. I think he was class. When you look at the way he's touching the ball, he's, he's finishing, I think he'd fit into yeah, any team. We've got player, people yeah. moaning about Lamella and, and all that, and they, they're starting. So he, well, he used would... to have Steve Malbronk, so you know, oh. there you go. Underrated. If you watch oh, the highlights, he scored, he scored the last goal. <laughs> Very funny you should mention Malbronk when you come on to your next question oh, for me, I think. Best game you've seen live. For, so this one is purely because of, of just the, the way... It, it was like the perfect storm. So it was um, beating Arsenal 5-1 in the League Cup mm, semi-final. Yeah, yeah. And funny enough, so we was... Steve, yeah. It was Mel Bronk in the 90th, got the yeah. final. So we, we obviously were four up, and the whole stadium's just like, yeah. just alive. So I had to be filming and just scanning around the ground, just enjoying the moment. And then obviously, oh, Mel Bronk amazing. made it, and, and I caught the goal on, yeah. on film. Yeah. Amazing. And the place erupted. So I think it was just, yeah, it was an amazing that game. game. Was amazing game. Incredible. Because Gina yeah. scored, didn't he, after about a minute? An amazing goal. He's got like six players around him, and then, yeah, yeah. and then you can just yeah. tell it was on from then. Yeah. It just. They yeah, didn't we scored anything. in the away game as well, didn't they? Because we drew 1-1 in the first leg. When there was right, all over the top. Yeah, Robbie yeah. King was clean through, squared it. got the other one. But it was a then... weird Lee young Pio sort of tackled him and it hit him and went in. And their goal was really good, wasn't it? It, it was, was a 5-1. one. Had the by yours, called a belt up. Yeah. yeah. And we were all panicking because it went 4-1. <laughs> it was like, oh God, they're coming back. But didn't that when yeah. they, they, they had a massive round pitch, didn't they? had a by or someone else, didn't they? They, they turned each other. The sounds about right. The second leg at I'm sure they had a bit of a, a bit of a falling out in the pitch. Oh, yeah, it's like the apart. bell. Yeah. The atmosphere was incredible. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Um, and then if you had to put together an all-time Spurs team that you've seen live, so any player from any Spurs side, but just players that you've seen, how how would that look? All right. So again, it's a struggle because yeah. kind of you can only have you can only have eleven. Um, it's got to be Hugo in goal. I mean, mm. just phenomenal, phenomenal keeper. Um, Danny Rose. Ledley, oh, Toby, yeah. and Stephen Carr. Steve Carr, best guy I've ever seen. Absolutely. <laughs> <Steve> <laughs> <Carr>. <laughs> Every <laughs> week. <laughs> love, love him. Uh, Bale. Yeah, yeah Come on, how can you not? not? Bale, I mean, for 2010 alone. Yeah. Well, oh, well, Bale, Gaza, Modric, Ginola. Oh, it's a decent midfield. Uh, not much going on defensive. Yeah, admittedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got the fair. <laughs> Teddy. Just behind Kane. Yeah, oh, having that. But noticeable mentions, I mean, you've got to mention Klinsman. Mm. He didn't quite make a cut, I was torn. Um, and also Berbatov. Yeah, I love I loved watching Berber. But yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Berbatov and Kane, that partnership was one of my favourite times watching Spurs. It's four four two every week and you just knew there was gonna be goals in this too. Ruined only by when Keane was chasing after when we uh, beat Chelsea in two thousand eight in the League Cup. And when Keane was almost in tears, like running yeah, through, yeah. like Rocky getting to Adrian, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit cringy, but yeah. What about Dawson? Dawson, anyone? Do you love Dawson? Or I, love, I love Dawson. Like, it was almost like one of the last kind of like proper old yeah. school English yeah, defenders. Yeah. And you always, like, whenever there was a corner, it was like, go on, Dawson's doing yeah. a goal back post. Yeah, I, love, I loved him. As I say, it's, it's, not, it's not an easy, easy one to answer. 
He was a good player, of course. He was loved by the of fans, course. wasn't he? he loved yeah, 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 I feel yeah. like he he stayed in the team for probably a season longer than he probably should have done, but no fan yeah, wanted yeah. him to go. Everyone loved yeah. him, but he was like, well, he's not actually that great at this level anymore. I've actually got an, a very short anecdote about, about Dawson. On. So when we, when we beat Chelsea in the League Cup, uh, we, we all went because we got a coach to and from Wembley. We were back at around the lane at the Bricklayers, just yeah. having a sort of dance and a, and a sing song mm. on the streets. And word started to filter through that all the Spurs players were, Spurs players were going to Faces to celebrate, which is at a time I lived yeah. right around the corner. So me and the boys straight home, yeah. changed, went to Faces, and we were we were kind of near them. And a few of the players were like, "Come on, guys, leave us alone, leave us alone." Which fair enough. We were having a dance around, just singing Spurs songs. I feel an alarm around my shoulder. Dawson has come over to us and kept asking for photos with us, had his arms around our shoulders and danced with us for about two hours straight amazing, and wouldn't amazing. leave us alone. He wanted to, he wanted to send back with us rather than his own players. It was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Getting back in the team. Yeah. Yeah. Is he even still playing now? Did, he was at Knott's Forest, weren't he? Yeah, I love a look now. I love a look. look. Um, brilliant. That would be a decent side. Well, how, how well would that team do, do you reckon, in the Prem? There'll be a lot of goals. You score about 150 <laughs> yeah, goals yeah, a season with yeah. let in 150 I was gonna, as well. It's got to be a we'll score one more than the yeah, mentality, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, just like Liverpool, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because when, yeah, I mean, when you look at... Oh, no, I mean, it's decent centre-backs. You know, you've got Ledley yeah. and Old for Out of the two, is, is one stand out for you? Ledley or Toby? If you could only pick one. <sighs> it's, it's, it's impossible not to pick mm. Ledley. Yeah. It's, it's impossible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You yeah. I mean, Toby's been phenomenal in what I've seen of him, but no, it's got to be the king. I think the only thing with Ledley was just the, the only question marks ever about him was just game time towards the end. It was yeah. like he weren't planning yeah, enough, yeah, but no. when he was on the pitch, it was magic. Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. He, um, Dawson's played one game for Nottingham Forest this year. He's on a two-year contract. Oh, he's Daw- still there. Yeah, I did the. Um, I told you before. I did the the Legends tour. My dad's birthday present. Like one of the last things, going around the lane with him, and he just spent ages talking to my dad. My dad's got a brain. Uh, disability, so he's able to talk to him on a on a level about what it's like to live with a disability, and mm. it was amazing. And he just but he spoke to every single person mm. there, and it, in the end, it almost became like he was just one of the tour group. He wasn't like he was the celebrity; he was just like a yeah. normal guy. He, he almost lost that shine. He was so it's nice. Brilliant. It was amazing. I love to hear that. Oh, yeah. It was proper. I good. met Ledley a couple of months ago in my local Sainsbury's, oh, yeah. and was a proper fan girl about it. Couldn't tame. I went over to him, and was like, "You're my hero." <laughs> uh, looking back on it, it was quite pathetic. What was he buying? But Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Um, I, I got told uh, in no uncertain terms to uh, go away by Teddy Sheringham once amazing. when I was, I was, I was, at, I was at, uh, in a club having a few drinks and he was at the arrival next to me and I was drunk and I was like, oh, I love you, Teddy, you're my hero, you're amazing. He was like, oh, come on, mate, I'm just having a night out, leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's brilliant. Um, you've done your bit, you can have a breather now. Lovely. Yeah, Stressful bit over That's it. Um, there was some terribly sad news in the week, wasn't there, with Chaz from Chaz and Dave um, yeah, sadly really passing sad. away. So I thought it would make sense to talk about Chaz and Dave and like the impact that that's had as being a Spurs fan over the years. So, Anthony, what's your, what's your favourite Chaz and Dave Spurs song? Because there are, there are so many. I've been listening. You said Chaz and Dave Tottenham song, mm. not Chaz and Dave song. So my cha- No, no, Spurs song. Yeah. Um, so I've been listening to it all day mm-hmm. uh, on repeat and it's really difficult because I love this, the, the songs at the games you know coming out to Star Wars McNamara's band after half time and then Glory Glory, Glory Tottenham mm. Hotspur but I, I'm not the biggest fan of Glory Glory Tottenham Hotspur because Man United have got it everyone's mm-hmm. got it so I love Ozzy's Gone to Wembley because I love yeah. singing it with the crowd Ozzy's Gone to Wembley it's, it's, it's just brilliant it's just it's, it's singing it with the crowd that makes it for me because like I love when the year ends in one I quite like, quite yeah, like yeah. that and all that but Ozzy's good Ozzy's yeah that is a pretty good oh, that's brilliant yeah. Mark have you got a particular favourite from that Hot Shot Tottenham oh I mean, that you, was my you, second you, you choice you, do you know what I mean and, but I mean I agree with you as well uh, Ozzy give it up for Tottingham yeah uh, but yeah Hot Shot Tottenham is, is, is an absolute belter that was the 87 Cup final song was yeah. it? Hot Shot Tottenham when we lost Coventry, Coventry I think yeah, yeah. Um, there are so many so what I'm going to do and you'll, you'll be hearing this in a minute is just cut up some snippets of the best oh, songs it's because brilliant, they're so good and it's such a shame that's not a thing anymore like what mm. the cup final song yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's such a great tradition and I don't well, know we why did one didn't we we wouldn't have, well, we haven't really got to worry about them. When we went to that final against Chelsea, uh, we they redid a, a Chaz and Dave. They redid one, Hot Shot Tottenham. Yeah, and it was terrible. It was awful. 
Um, yeah, no. The There's less said about that one, the better. But how many other bands, how many clubs have got bands that are so closely mm. associated with them? Like, I can't think of any band. No. Like Man United Simply Red, but it's not, they're not a Tottenham yeah. band, you know, Chesney were a Tottenham that's the band. the only ones like Man City and Oasis, that's a connection. Yeah. It's not a, a band for them, but that's the only that's, one I can that's think of. That's a PR but, thing, yeah. just trying to get their Manchester local image for yeah. an oil team. Even if they are big fans of the club they don't actually associate with them like Chaz and Dave yeah, wrote songs yeah. for Spurs you know, yeah. you're not going to get um, Mick Hucknall writing a song for no. United are you yeah. no. um, it's just amazing like what influence they had as well over music at that time and the football club and a lot of people looked up to them and a lot of supporters could relate to them because at the end of the day they were just normal Spurs fans I as well that had the amazing talent of music incredibly talented artists I mean they, yeah. they supported um, he supported Led Zeppelin at Nebworth, like they're, they're good musicians in their own right. We were just lucky to have them, and they were always on the pitch at half time. I know they were on when they come on. They came on in the last season at White Hart Lane, and they've been on before that. Mm. They just love Tottenham, and that was the thing. They just love Tottenham, so it's really sad to lose yeah. that bit of our culture. Yeah, I think especially for fans that were sort of in their heyday in the eighties when you know Spurs were successful in the cup and yeah. all of that was going on, like amazing. So, yeah, terribly sad news. Um, I've, you'll be hearing shortly actually the, the snippets of some of their songs yeah. so um, stay tuned for those and give those a listen pressure going into that game yeah a lot of people on Twitter and on TalkSport were saying about oh Spurs lose this like could the Pochettino reign be coming to an end which is mental madness <laughs> absolute mental. madness Stupid. yeah um, but there was a lot of pressure on, on the team and on him going into that game yeah um, reverted back to basics he must have been listening to our podcast last week where he said go back to 4-2-3-1 which he did <laughs> and he clearly pumped them up before the game because you could see the first 15 minutes, the tempo was excellent. We were getting yeah. the ball, transitioning from side to side, pressing in packs, which yeah. we haven't been doing for weeks. So I felt like we had the old Spurs back, especially in the first half. Brighton is a tricky game as well. They're, they're like a comeback, they're tight, yeah. they're compact. Like they got out by being very disciplined and they're hitting you on the break. And they're, they're not a bad team, they've got a good little ground. We mm. obviously love the manager. I think we struggled a... last year home and away against Brighton yeah, as well, we did. didn't we? We took four points, but it wasn't it wasn't comfortable oh, at all that... last year. Did we beat him at home? It was Two a really nil. dire Sergio game. Sergio cross that went in. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was that shocking. Was an awful game. Shocking. Um, but they played pretty well, Brighton. Uh, yeah. Again, like difficult for us. Um, but we looked in control. I thought for most of the game. I mean, the penalty. Is a clear penalty. I don't really understand how Might there's anyone. Fabregas's one in yeah. the two-one. Uh, I don't understand how there's anyone really even debating that one. It's a brilliant finish from Kane as well. He just comes up and nails it, doesn't he? No one takes a penalty better than him. Mm. No one. I was talking to my brother about it though because a couple of seasons ago he was missing. See, I felt like he was missing the odd penalty. Whereas like now, whenever he comes up to table, I'm like, this is back of the net. It's guaranteed yeah, goal. No. Um, and then we're 2-0 up in the second half when Lamella comes on. He was fantastic he was again great. off the bench. This is what we say, he's brilliant off the bench. It reminded me of the Liverpool game where you go, where we were in control for a lot of it. We had a bit, they had a bit of pressure and they got a goal in the 93rd minute. Mm. Like All the arguments that were against us for Liverpool are now against Brighton. Mm. That's why I think. Do you watch it? Yeah, I did. I, I think, th- yeah, we didn't look overly troubled and I think mm. we, we looked a little bit more composed than mm. obviously, you know, but... Three three defeats on the bounce. There's going to be a certain certain area of sort of edginess and nervousness. And I think that was there. I, do you know what? I wasn't. I wasn't getting. Yeah, you're right. You know, opened opened up sort of pretty strong, but I wasn't. It wasn't that exciting, mm. ferocious Tottenham that we have been the last sort of little while. And I think there's there's something's not a hundred percent there at the mm. moment. 
Um, this whole cane burn up thing is a load of nonsense. Oh, I mean, it's, they're, they're professional. I mean, the, the, the levels of nutrition and physio and, and the recovery with the hydro tanks and all this stuff, the, the geezer's early 20s, he, he's not burning yeah. out. It's a load of tosh. Um, but there is definitely a certain, there, there is this, this, this excitement every time we went forward and sort of last couple of seasons that is, isn't quite there at the moment, but I just think it's, I think it's going to click. It was psychologically, we had to be Brighton. Yeah. This, this yeah, the whole, you know, is Pochettino's reign over? Absolute rubbish, obviously. But I just think it's just stopped any rot setting in. Mm. So I think it was an important win more than a kind of phenomenal spectacle to watch. Mm. The other talking point from the game was Gazaniga in goal. Yeah, mm. Second game for us. He played last year in a 1 0 win against Palace where he was man of the match. He was outstanding in that yeah. game. I thought he had another solid game yeah. for us. I Where thought, was form? Was he actually he's injured? He's got a knee injury, apparently. He? Uh, he, he did his knee in on uh, Friday tra- in training. Oh, really? Apparently, he, he should be fine in it. Because. Hugo isn't even back in training yet, is he? So it could be a while, but apparently Vaughan will be, we should be back training next week. Pochettino two footing him, just saying you're not fucking playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was solid, Gazaniga. I mean, yeah. his set plays in particular, there was a moment after about 10 minutes where Brighton had their first corner and then just hung it under the crossbar. Yeah. And he came through two or three of them and caught it. He didn't even punch it, caught it. And you see, I think it might have been Lewis Duncan, Glenn Murray sort of like getting his ear and he was giving it back. And straight away, I'm like, that's, that's a keeper that's not mm. going to be intimidated by these circumstances. I don't know why you wouldn't play the young one. Because we're, we're either going to keep him or we're not. And if we are going to keep him playing when Hugo's not playing, like, what's the point in Vaughan playing right now, really? I guess it's just an experience thing, isn't it? That's how, what, what he would have looked at it and then gone. Yeah. With Hugo being out and there being big games, you'd probably naturally lean on the goalkeeper that's made yeah. more appearances. Yeah. But the way Gazaniga played, it'd be difficult, I think, for him to drop him or not play him now in the next match. Especially the next match. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. League Cup. League Cup game. Yeah. So I think it was a really strong start for him. And I thought what we did, which was really sensible, was when we had kickoff in the first half, the first thing we did was get it back to him, give him a few touches, yeah. settle his nerves a little bit. Yeah. Um, I thought we did really well. But you could see how nervous Alfie Whiteman, who was the, the sub-keeper on the bench, was. He looked yeah. absolutely <laughs> God, please don't let me get on. Yeah, no. um, the one thing I'm, I want to say, especially because this is this is going to be uh, you know uh, recorded for for life, is I think Lamella is more than a, an impact player. I think mm. I, it's one of those players where he's come over to the Prem and he's not naturally settled into it. Mm. Some players get really taken back. I actually uh, watched a league of their own last week and Patrice Evra was saying that in his first ever game half an hour in he was on the back post or corner and he was thinking to himself what have I done? What mm, am I doing yeah. here? The pace this game, the physicality. I think I've made a real mistake. And for a lot of players, it takes a real time to settle in. And he'd struggled at first. Mm-hmm. Then he got in his own head and he was, he was trying to be too complicated, too clever, instead of just playing simple football, back to basics. Then long-term injury. He's had a really, really bad run. Mm-hmm. But actually, and I've said this the whole way, and I've almost come to blows with mm-hmm. my you know, fellow Spurs fans over it. I think that he could be a genuine, proper player for us. I'm talking like as in a full 90 minutes, mm-hmm. week in, week out, if, if he gets it just right. I, really See, I, I agree. My, my concern, I, I agree. Mm. My concern is like, if that's the standard, if it's like, if he gets it right, then he'll be a 90 minute player. Then, like, whose space is he taking up who is yeah. already a 90 minute player? Because yeah. I, I don't think there's anyone better at a through ball than him. And he's got and the best left foot of the club, maybe. Like, he's, and he's a precise technical player. And we don't actually have that many mm. precise technical players. It's just that the 20%, which is his head, and if he gets that sorted, he, he could be. Absolutely brilliant because there is no one like him in the Premier League. Really, I, I can't think of another player like him. And tell you what, he is good at. And we, I think we talked about this last mm. week. He's a Plan B. If you've got Son, Mora, Delhi, and him, like there's four really different players coming yeah, at you yeah. then. And that's really, like Son's both footed. Mora is way more right footed, but he's maybe quicker than Son. You've got Delhi, who's like sneakier and cleverer than all of them. And then Lamella is. Unbelievable at through balls, weighted passing, opening people up. I love him. Just want him. I just want him. Like you say, I just want him to hit it. Have you seen the tattoo of his dog on his thigh? No, no. You seen it? No. It's a really good tattoo. But I've, it's weird. I've always been on the fence with the Mella. You can't exactly get across what the tattoo is like. No, but I imagine that most of your listeners have got access to Google. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's a, that's a really good point. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Glad to be a part of it, folks. My view, my view on Lamella, I've always been on the fence with him. I've, you, you can't question his ability. I don't think any Spurs fan does. It's just his application in yeah. big games and consistently because he's always been a player that will come in for two or three games, brilliant, mm. and then a dozen games will pass and he won't do much. Whereas I hope that this season's the turning point for him. 
Um, I've always preferred him in a central position. I don't like him wide. I don't think that he necessarily wants to be on the touch. He wants to get involved with the play a little bit more. I hope that this is his season. Um, I don't want to sound too negative with him, but he's been here as long as Ericsson, which I was amazed. Is that really, right? Because he was with the... the same money. So if you look at you know what Ericsson's done with his yeah, career since joined and what Lamella's done, actually yeah. the contrast there is ginormous. So Lamella's out for a whole season. We reckon you, you, you forget how long he's been there. Yeah. Well, you think like we're we're young professionals, right? Like, there's a, a wider range of because you're a bit mm. younger than us. But imagine you were out of your career for a whole year, mm. where your career and you're not allowed to think about your job. Like you can't come back and yeah. expect to be the same person you I want. Think the other thing with that as well is like, bear in mind his age when he joined Spurs. What was he? Twenty. He's a kid. If you take someone that age out of the culture that they're in and just plonk them somewhere mm. where they don't know anyone, they don't speak the language, that's gonna take time. And yeah, the yeah. expectation that you can literally just click it on. Yeah, is a bit unrealistic, and there yeah. aren't many players in the world really that can do that. Because no, no, no. there's all this speculation when they're about Mbappe and would he go to Real Madrid, and he's been really, really well advised by going to PSG because he's standing in the same nation he can build. Yeah, yeah. And then in a few years, when he's emotionally ready to make that yeah. big step, he can. For it. But he's always one that divides opinion, Lamella. Yeah, um, I'd rather him than Sanchez at the moment. So. That's a big point. Well, in an attacking position, I would as well. Much rather have him than Sanchez. Alexis right. Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a great win, though. Um, there was the moment of sheer panic at 2 1 when <laughs> we had kick off, and then all of a sudden it's on the edge of our box and not going <laughs> yeah. hits it, and you're thinking, what is happening? Um, they could have scored earlier than that, couldn't they? I mean, we could have scored earlier than that, but that chance where whoever it was got into it was the box. Knockhart, well, yeah. or Knockhart, as they kept them calling <laughs> on the radio, um, was got into the box and just passed it to our keeper like really could have scored should have scored should have yeah. scored and then suddenly we're under it that would have been a different game at 1-1 but it's fine fine margins oh, we're not Kane had a couple of chances yeah well, exactly 2-0 so it was like he looked better I thought as well yeah, Kane. he says he felt better yeah. he says his best game he's felt he'll, he'll get with it he's got a young kid like he's, he looks knackered mm. oh, um, there was also um, a really good gesture from Brighton as well where they played some chess and date yeah, at half time good. Um, and you'd assume Chris Hewton was behind that as well, wouldn't you? Sure, I have to say, I, I actually went to see Brighton years and years ago against South End at uh, Roots Hall. And I, I really like them as a club. Yeah. They've just got a nice feel about them. They're yeah. like, I suppose it's, you know, if you're going to the equivalent when they made the film Goal at Newcastle, because they picked a club where no one really hates them. There's nothing yeah. to dislike. They've just got a nice family feel. Um, even even the, the, you know, the, the, the chanting on the terraces is relatively like sort of humoured. Yeah. yeah, I've got a lot of time for Brighton. Yeah. Decent, yeah. decent outfit. And they're doing incredibly well. Like, if you look at God, their yeah. side, it's an average championship team, really, it's isn't it? Team, it's yeah. a poor side. Chris Hewton's doing an amazing job. He's a good manager, Chris Hewton. Yeah, so yeah. wherever he goes, he seems to do well, but he always seems to just get sacked a bit unfairly. Like, look at the job he was doing at Newcastle when they got rid of him. And yeah. I think he's doing well. Agreed. We're well, not going to talk about Inter. I know it's not on the agenda, but we're not going to talk about it. You don't want to? It's just, it's still quite painful <laughs> to even think about that we were... So the first, let's do it quickly, their first goal was a worldie, you can't stop that. You no? can't stop it from the minute where he's, he's hitting the ball, it, yeah. but you can stop You can stop it in the build-up, yeah. it's really poor defending, and don't even, the goal is incredible, that it's probably one of the best goals in the Champions League this season, but there are so many mistakes yeah, yeah. in the lead-up to it, why one of our centre midfielders is in between our centre half yeah. and the other one's not even in shot when that yeah. goal goes in when actually that's centre midfielder's position yeah. in the box but it's a shocker anyway. wasn't it it was, it was heartbreaking I haven't, I haven't felt like that for a long time mm. you know when was the last yeah. time I felt like it, that it's just that's, that, that loss wasn't what Spurs now is that was Spurs going back seven eight years ago you let a goal and you think hang on we're going to actually lose this yeah. whereas now I just think I thought, I thought we'd see it out 1-0 to be yeah, honest yeah I thought we'd see it out lucky um, goal the atmosphere there was incredible though that that made the difference like really yeah. properly made the difference there's still a lot of games to go in the group so I'm not that too piss me nervy off. I'm not too nervy yet was how it, like afterwards the rhetoric was all Spurs are under pressure now they need to win every game mm. whereas City lost to Lyon and they're fine they're still going to win the Champions League what's that about? Mm. The, the, the only bit of pressure it puts on you is you really need to get something out of that Barca game the home yeah, game yeah. because you would expect Inter to beat PSV although you don't know but you'd expect them to win there and if they're on six Barca are on six we're on yeah. you're already psychologically a few games behind well, so we can get a draw out of the Barca game we need to beat them. if we beat them by two or more in the away game as well that would be a big difference but it's the last game isn't it it goes It'll go Barca, PSV, PSV, Barca, Inter. So by then, that might be the game to see who qualifies. Yeah. So that'll be an amazing final. That'll it's be amazing. A hell of a group, innit? Oh, yeah. Really. But it, like last year's was harder, I think. 
Real Madrid and, yeah, and yeah. Bruce Dortmund. Right, we we it, won that group. It's the Champions League. Like, yeah, I mean, you're not going. We had an easy group a couple of years ago, didn't we, on paper, and we went out there. Yeah, so it's like, and there is no easy group really. You've got yeah. to be a good. Do side. you know what's nice is once again we're sitting here discussing our Champions League yeah. fixtures, yeah. and that's that's just that's the norm for us now. Yeah, which is just a lovely position to be in. Um, from Champions League to Carabao Cup, <laughs> <laughs> seamless. <Yeah. laughs> um, Watford at home, sort of in the Wednesday mm-hmm. night in Milton Keynes. Anyone going to that? No, I'm not. No, I'm not going up there for it. I mean, half the players aren't going to yeah. it. No, I'm, no, I won't be making this. Yeah. Uh, it's worth pointing out for the people who don't know like geography in the southeast as much as other people because you live somewhere else or whatever. Milton Keynes is miles away from. <laughs> it's not London. It's not London. It's about no. an hour's train, isn't it? Yeah, it's a long, long way out of London. Like it takes me forty minutes to drive. It's, it's, I don't live in London. It's more my way. Um, it's it's miles and miles away. I don't know why they've done it. They're trying to sell tickets to Milton Keynes fans because no Spurs fans are going. I think I don't know why they didn't just play it behind there's, closed there's doors. There's one or man that's happy about it, and that's Delhi. Alley. Everyone else. <laughs> yeah. but he's been buzzing, isn't he, all week, saying that he's been bigging up Milton Keynes since he's joined it's, to the Spurs it's just, players. It's just roundabouts. It's, all, mm-hmm. it's literally just roundabouts. It was a planned city, like it's a new city, and it's, it's the ugliest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, it's going to be Spurs reserves against Watford reserves, you would assume. Mm. Rotation will happen, it always does at this stage in the competition. Um, it'd be nice for us to get through. This is a competition that is winnable. Yeah. Um, but I, I never really hold out that much hope because Pochettino's just not bothered by it whatsoever. I think it's right. Just like we haven't got the squad depth to fight on every front. Like Man City have got two first 11s. We don't play the kids. Like, I'm all for playing mm. the kids. Why? I don't know. It'll be, it'll be, I think it'll be one of them games. It'll be there'll be a goal in it. It might go extra time. Oh yeah, it'll um, be awful. Players off the bench will most likely determine it because I could see it being nil nil after 70, 75 yeah. minutes, and then you chuck a first teamer on and. Can they nick the goal? But I, I don't feel, know. Where's your did? I'm really tired thinking about it. You know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's such a strange game. Like no, no player on that pitch would have played in that kind of environment before. Where there's where it's where even there. are we? Like yeah, what's yeah. going on? Have you um, um, have you seen Spurs go to penalties? Have you have you been uh, Spurs going to penalties? Have. Which game? I saw him against Hull. I think a few, a few Man United Carling Cup final when we lost uh, yes. it was nil nil wasn't it in the in yeah, 120 yeah. we had the, the videos on, the, on an iPod mm. and David Bentley come up put his wide mm. and you're thinking mm. right that's that then yeah I think that's the only I can't recall being at another game that's gone penalties and Hull that was I've a seen Hull um, I remember that Hull. was the Sigurdsson mad goal wasn't oh, it my, the best goal I've ever seen live yeah. do you remember that where Sigurdsson it's no Steve Cardo is it <laughs> he drags it back but bounces it as he drags it so it comes he's, he's doing a turn and drags it back and then absolutely twats it in from 35 yeah, yards yeah, it's a technical term <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope we get the job done at Watford and then we've got Huddersfield at the weekend uh, that'll be difficult it will be, but I mean, they're a poor side, Huddersfield. Really poor side. Um, I don't really know what they're even trying to do this season. It, Cardiff and Huddersfield are the ones going down, aren't mm-hmm. they? So it's you'd think so. For me, you know, looking at it as the as the Spurs, where the result against the Inter broke us, whereas beforehand it would be like we're, we're lucky to even have a seat at the table. The fact that we are so much of a better team now. I think some, the Huddersfield, we, we, that's, that should be a three points. Yeah. That should be something that we can comfortably go there and dispatch them. Now, I'm not saying don't pay them respect. I'm not saying that there is yeah. any game in the Prem that is easy. There's, there's not such a thing. But we are of a better calibre of them. And if we're compact and we're, we're, we're composed, that should be yes. one that we, we could be able to, to, to deal with without too much trouble. Yes. Yes. We won 4-0 there last year. Drew McCain got a hat-trick and oh, Sissoko yeah. scored <laughs> later on. Um, and we murdered them. So... Again, I'm confident. I, like, so I've seen a few of their games actually this season, Huddersfield, and they're, they're not very good today. Real, mm. real poor team. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm but you never know. Like it's a bonus game for them. They've got nothing to lose by playing us, you know. So if, in their mind, at the start of the season, they will have discarded Tottenham home and away yeah, just yeah. as a defeat. So if mm. they do get anything, it's a bonus. So yeah. um, we'll see. I'm confident. Though, I'm confident. Three 0 Yeah, three 0 yeah. But what do you think, Mark? Score. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be three, maybe two nil. I'd, I'd, I'd like to walk away with a clean sheet. Definitely. Yeah, I think yeah, we can yeah. deal with that, couldn't we? You're, you're going to at least. I mean, I don't, I don't know if, if Vaughan would be back, but whoever we've got 
between the sticks without back line that we shouldn't be troubled no yeah. can I say I've watched two West Ham games recently for my mm. sins just because they were on in the background I watched Chelsea yesterday and then I watched them beat Everton mm. they don't look that bad I know they've started off badly do you know yeah. if we're playing them away or at home first yeah, so we've got them away in not, not that far away because that is a massive game it's in about 4-5 games we've got them because yeah. that at the running track yeah. as well yeah. see for, for me when it comes to those games I think I just discard the form book. Yeah, they could be, changes, they, they, could, they could come off the back of six defeats, us six wins, but there's something, you know, they, they know whether, whether they're, they're you know, new to, to West Ham, new to the country, whatever it might be, it will get drilled into them that this means everything. Yeah. This is, playing us is their cup final every time. So it's, it's just about who's got more fire in their belly on the day and a little bit more composure. They yeah. often, they, those games scare me. Always, yeah, they, always they, will. West Ham have caused us a lot of problems the yeah. last few seasons as well. Like I can't remember the last time we played them and we've comfortably beat them. It feels like a long time. Yeah. I think it was we beat them four one at the lanes when Walker scored the outside of the right oh, foot. Yeah. That was the mm. last time where I felt we've just murdered them. They always seem to frustrate us. Yeah. But it will never feel. Even if we're three 0 up, we'll be thinking, "Oh God, we need a fourth." Otherwise, yeah. you, you, yeah. you can't. And when you get the fourth, we need the yeah, fifth. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Ends. I mean, to be fair, they're not the best mathematicians, are they? Like when Leicester won the league, they because. Yeah. They beat us like, oh, we stopped winning the league. Like, well, no, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. the point of it wouldn't have been. It's that, I mean, the fact they celebrate oh, those yeah. sort of things, is, oh, I get some skin. I did have a brilliant moment, though. So, yesterday, I was out for a run to finish my weekend. Shelf. Um, yeah, I did, did a mile as well. Is that, um, is that, is that right? <laughs> um, I ran, ran past the tube station, and at where I live, it's, there's a lot of West Ham fans out there. And I timed it where I was out as they were getting home from the yeah. games. It wasn't the, the smartest time to go out for the <laughs> run, but anyway. As I'm running, I've got my headphones in my music plan, but I can still hear people yeah. that are chatting. And there's two West Ham fans walking towards me, and one of them goes, "We've started poorly, but I tell you, we'll be right up there at the end of the season." <laughs> <laughs> and that was my—I gave myself a stitch because I was running laughing for the next minute. It was incredible. Amazing. So it's like the complete opposite of a Spurs fan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Amazing. Time for the We Are Tottenham Hotspur quiz. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. I'm so bad at these. Which I know that you're terrified about every week. But I'm you terrified. said to me last week, it's too hard. We need, we need it to be sort of in the last few years. Yeah. So this is from a game. Oh, from Mark, for your benefit. So mm. what, we'll, what I'll do is I'll give you a game and the date of that game. Right. About six of the, six of the first team players that played. And then between you've got to try and work out who the other... Five R. Yeah, we got this. I'd like to go on record as saying, if you cut me, blue and white comes out. But I can barely remember the score against Brighton on the weekend. My, my ability to retain information is non-existent, but doesn't mean my passion isn't there. Let's give it a go. Tottenham two, Brighton nil. Colin Cup, twenty ninth of October two thousand. I'm not gonna look at the team. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check my sheet. Um, okay, two thousand fourteen. So, so this is a Carling Cup game. Carling Cup game. So it's a bit of a weird team. So there's a lot of what, first. Did you, did you say what round it was in the cup? Did you say? No. no okay. It was, right. It's October, so it's oh, right. fourth yeah, yeah. round. Probably. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Um, yeah. Then. So the players you need to get are: you need the goalkeeper, you need the right back, one of the centre halves is Jan Vertonghen, you need his centre back partner. I think go to this. The left back's Ben Davis. Right hand side of midfield is Aaron Lennon. Left-hand side of midfield is Andrews Townsend. Centre midfield is Moussa Dembele. And his centre midfield partner is one you've got to get. And then up front is Soldado. <laughs> and his strike partner you've got to get. Paulinho. So you need, In not Paulinho. So you need the goalkeeper, the right-back, a centre-half, a centre midfielder and a striker. Discuss. Right, so let's, let's start with the right-back. At that time, 2014, so it was mm. only four years ago. Mm. So Carl Walker, Carl Norton. Carl Norton Good. is correct. Who's the next one I need? You need a goalkeeper, centre-half. Brad Friedel. Not Brad Friedel. Not Brad Friedel. Not Brad Friedel. Not Lloris. Not Lloris. That is a... It's not a. It's not like a really weird rogue one. It's just... You can, it's fairly it's not Vaughan. It is Vaughan. Oh, it hell. is Vaughan. I didn't realise he'd been with us that long. Yeah, it is Vaughan. So who have we got now? Centre midfielder? So you need a centre midfielder who was partnering Moussa Dembele. This is the hard one, the centre midfielder. If you get this, that would be a pretty good shout. So it's not like Ben Taleb? No, but think that kind... Is Mason, what, one of the youth team then? Not a youth team player, but just a player that you'd be like, oh yeah, I forgot we had him. He didn't play much for us at all. I think we had him for one season. 
Oh. And, a, and, a strike and then the striker, the one that one playing up front with Soldado. Not Kane. Was it Harry actually? Kane. Harry Kane. So we need the midfielder. Centre midfielder. Someone's shouting this out now as they're listening. Mm. I'll give it French. That's made it even worse. Yeah, he only oh. played for us for a season. He was pretty poor. He moved like he had lead in his boots. Oh, Stambouli. Stambouli. Benjamin Stambouli. Great knowledge. Great teamwork. He went to PSG. <laughs> he went to PSG. Yeah. And I think now he's at Bordeaux or somewhere like that. See, I was like the Miller then. I was on the bench when, he, when he's coming <laughs> for me. <laughs> I was ready to come in, but... So that team, and this is four years ago, not far to the day... Vormingal, Norton, Vertonghen, Fazio, Davis, Fazio. <laughs> Lennon, Dembele, Stambouli, Townsend, Kane and Soldado. What a mess. That's horrible. It's awful, isn't That's it? That's horrible. Awful but, but, then, but then equally, early on in the League Cup, so it's not... Mm, but yeah, still, that's weird. Oh, it? yeah. Benjamin Stambouli was a horrific player. Absolutely horrific. But that, that was the year we got to the Cup final, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. wasn't it, against Chelsea? Um, yeah. um, Bloody hell. You write it off Woodgate's face. No, that's not. You said 2014, sorry. Um, let's do an update on fantasy football. Mm. So, the top, there's been one change in the top three. So, James Lamont is still leading at the top with 433. Good for him. Richard Healy in second with 415. Which means. And Matt Downey has got into the top Good three, old pushing Abbas down to fourth. Um, so, Matt in there on 339. So. Hot Totty Trilogy is down to, down to fourth now uh, in the league. I've got some listener questions yeah. that we've had in today, so I'll do one to you, one to you, one to you, so on and so on. Um, then what? <laughs> <laughs> got a few more than just that. Um, so on Reddit, ccarlin89, um, ASD, I'll come to you first. Does Lamella deserve a place in the start and 11 on current form, or is he more effective as an impact? Are we so we've already covered yeah, it. We've covered yeah. it. It's almost a disservice. I would start him against Huddersfield rather than uh, in the League Cup. Actually, to give it, make it fair to say, you know what, you deserve a proper first eleven start rather than a um, just we're going to diss you and stick you in the League Cup. So yeah. Um, Mark Armovni yep. underscore ninety eight on Reddit says, now that a few games have been played, what are your realistic expectations for the Prem and Champions League? I hate the Prem. The, pre- the Premier League. I mean. No I know it's, it's really early on to sort of start making these such big predictions, but I just don't see Liverpool and City look so strong. Yeah. Yeah. They look so strong, don't they? I mean, to be honest with you, if, if, we're, if we're fighting and securing third or second, I think that's... that's we're not, we, there are certain fans out there that say we can win it. We're not quite there. We're not. Um, I'm not as much up in arms at the lack of signings as some some fans, but no, yeah. I think look, we we have to up top four. That is a, that's a given now. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at third. So who's not making it? Man United, Arsenal, Chelsea. I think Arsenal won't make it. Arsenal are useless at the moment. Yeah, I mean they always they always worry me, um, but yeah, of, of of the three, they're the ones mm. that obviously with the whole transition and whatnot, yeah. and they're not they're not sort of. Completely blowing me away. Well, two of them um, actually think about it. So if it's us, City, and Liverpool, mm. then who's the fourth one? Chelsea. Has to be Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea look all right at the minute as well, to be fair. But it, it is so early, it's difficult. Like, there, uh, one game ago we were in crisis and now we're fifth. Yeah, Man like, United are in crisis. Aren't they? Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's really difficult at this point in the season. Um, and in terms of Champions League, I'll be honest with you, and it's not saying I'm, I'm enjoying saying it out loud, but I'm really, I'm really scared about this group. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, no, saying no, no, last no. last season, but I, no. I don't know. I, I just feel really nervous about the group, mm. and I just I can feel us it not something going wrong. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it's the end result that's got in my head, but I don't feel end like up in the Europa League or something. Like oh God, yeah, don't say it loud. Um, ASD clandestino one two three on Reddit says, "Will Gazaniga, 26 years old, turn out to be an incredible Pochettino signing? I think he will. What do you think?" It's difficult for a keeper because there's one position for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't. You can't rotate him. You can't move him to. It. So maybe I mean, Larice. But Larice is going to be with us if he stays with us for the next five, six years. Mm-hmm. By which time the keeper's going to be Vorm's age. If if I was Gazaniga, I'd be looking at my options. Just be bluntly because I know I would be like that. This is his peak: twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get in the Spurs first side unless Larice is injured or we sell him or he moves. And I would love him to be. I'd love to have two quality keepers, but I, 
if he's got ambition, then he then he should be. But leaving. it is becoming a bit more of a common thing now for the top sides of having two really strong keepers because like he's the number two has to be at that level and ready to step in. And you have so many games. Yeah, I I I would love him to be the cup keeper. You know, mm. in FA Cup, Europa League, and the 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 worst games than Champions League. Let him have it. Mm. Maybe it takes a hell of a manager to to not start a fit Larice. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean. I, we always talk about who are the actual world class players like who were getting a world 11 mm. like the only best 11 players in the world and I think Lloris and Kane are the two who are closest to us uh, from us for being yeah. in there you, with have Ericsson but there's so many talented players mm. there yeah, yeah. and maybe Toby um, Mark mm. Jules K on Reddit says is Danny Rose back? I'm not I'm not completely convinced um, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I listen. I like Danny Rose. I've always been a fan of him. I think he's brilliant at getting forward. Um, I think. I think he, on his day, he plays with as much passion as anyone on the pitch. And I love that. I love players that really, really care. Uh, yeah. the, the the egos all around the pitch. Berbatov used to drive me nuts for that. Yeah. Right? He, you know, but amazing what you're doing two minutes to be better than some people doing 180. But I don't know. I, I feel like it, it could go either way. It's, it's not. I don't feel convinced at the moment. And, and also, look, the reality is. And, and absolute massive, massive respect to him for sort of speaking publicly about his mental health yeah. battles and what he's gone through. And I think that takes absolute courage, especially yeah. the reality is, you know, on the terraces, men and women and all people can still act stupidly and, and be really disrespectful. So I think it takes a lot of courage to come out. But I don't, I don't know where he is at the moment. And it's a lot of pressure in, yeah. in this game. So I, I don't know. I'd like to think so because I've always rated him. He, listen, he's in, my, he's in my top 11, isn't he? Yeah. So, mm. he looks like we hope in, so. He looks like he's enjoying his football again as yeah. well, which is good. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, he made, he made some, some silly comments. Um, yeah. But that all seems to have been, been sort of put, yeah. to, put to bed. So hopefully so, mate. Yeah. Um, ASD, XLTHFC on Reddit says, would you have taken this exact start to the season before the season started? I'm talking every aspect of it. Results, stadium delay, Champions League draw, signings. Great question, by the way. Yeah, it's a really brilliant question. question. Brilliant. I'd like to know their I think, yeah, that Man United game, a lot of people remember for a long time. Because we bossed them. We didn't just win it. We bossed mm-hmm. them. It will be a platform for us to be a lot better over the next few games. The ch- we've always thought we wanted Barcelona. Stadium was always going to be a weird season anyway. You might as well get it right. Yeah, I'll take it. Like, why not? We're here. I'm not. I'm enjoying it. I just, you know, the way I deal with these things, I'm not. I'm not as emotionally. I don't fluctuate as much as other people. Yeah. You, you always try and see the good in it, and I, I like it when we're having a difficult time because it shows you when we're gonna have a good time in it. You know, I love the ABB times because you could see where the good was. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you you could enjoy bits of it. I don't know. It's just if you're if everything's good all the time. If you're a city fan, what do you enjoy? Because it's it's just all the same all the time. I still to this day will never understand why you love David B so much. I just defensive. I like defensive. Um, Mark, James of Suffolk on Twitter says, Pochettino looked as furious as me after the final two minutes. What has gone wrong with our tactics? I've watched all but one of our games this year and for the life of me, I've no idea what our game plan is for any game so far. I don't, I, I don't, I don't feel, it doesn't feel as bleak to me. Um, I think there are, I, I, I think that there are times when players maybe get a bit complacent and I don't, I don't know if it's a tactics issue I think it's that sometimes these players are they're, they're, if you think about the lives they lead and, and the kind of platforms they're on sometimes they need a good kick mm. and I just think that maybe they've all got a little bit too complacent and a bit sure of themselves and actually they've stopped fighting to the point where you know like they, you run yeah. to your chest and yeah, he's yeah. burning you don't always see them doing that at the moment and that's why I said about the, the, the Brighton game it's not that that, that Spurs that just excites you every time they go forward and I just think they need they needed a kick and needed a, a bit of a, a waking up call and I think it's more that than tactics um, because I, th- I think Poch is, is tactically astute and it's it's more just getting the players back on, on track the thing is I'm not having to go at the fella at all like really not at all but like these, these coaches spend all day Sunday reviewing videos watching them over and over watching the game ten times we watch them maybe twice if you're if you're really into it you watch highlights <coughs> we don't know what's going on at all like you're always really good at this stuff mm-hmm. you can see things because you've done your, your coaching budget mm-hmm. imagine what you could see if you were doing all the way yeah. up to the euro level we can't see what they can see so 
they are trying to predict what the other team have been doing and they're trying to react to that whilst also pushing our, our approach to the game. We don't know. And things haven't been going right for various reasons. There's a million variables, which is why we love it and it's a sport and it's not a science. So I, I don't think things would be going wrong at a tactical level. I think it's a, it's a, it's a personnel thing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And Sir Alex change. Ferguson used to talk about that quite a lot and he yeah. said that you can prepare your team so much in the week, but when it comes down to actually stepping over that white line, as a manager... You can't really control anything. You can set your team out and say, "This is how I want you to play." Yeah. But a lot of like actually like being pumped up and adapting to your opposition and winning your fifty fifties. A manager can't control that whatsoever. Yeah. So it's a really difficult position because a manager will always be criticised, especially with the changes that Poch has made the last few weeks. He's always going to get stick for it yeah. because it's not worked. But you can only do so much. Yeah. Very very quickly on the on the uh, Ferguson thing, uh, and in terms of the manager and what he instills in the players. Again, Patrick Evra uh, said. Um, one year when they won a Champions League, they all got on the coach. I like, you know, they've, they've just won Champions League. It's the, the the pinnacle of club football. And Fergie gets up at the front on the microphone, goes right, well done, lads. Enjoy, you know, celebrate tonight because you've won Champions League. But back back on it straight after. Yeah. And if we, he said, if we don't win it again next season, everyone who's getting sacked. <laughs> Man, and that's it. That. Sat down yeah. and, and got on with a drive. And I mean, that's that's the mentality. You know, it's yeah. just it's, it's win win win. It was also so good to see him back at Old Trafford as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it was brilliant to see him there. I don't think we'll ever see Ferguson. I think he's he's him and Messi may be the two greatest football people of all time. People, sport. I mean, he's he the how he took multiple teams. He adapted so well. You look at Capello, who's if you have a look at what he's won across both his playing and his managing career, it's unbelievable. But he's now out of fashion. He's outdated. Wenger outdated. Even Mourinho's not delivering what he should be doing. Ferguson did it for decades. Mm. Unbelievable. Now you're into your leadership thing, aren't you? Quite a lot. And like, if you look at him, like motivating people to get the best out of him, it's incredible. You want to. Premier League with Tom Cleverley and Anderson <laughs> it's how flexible he approached every different yeah. person like, it's mad he it? It was so delicate it was amazing I've asked you a question for you Sam Latford on Twitter Prick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is Ericsson too good to be dropped yes he, without without him everything falls apart he's the one player we can't we cannot drop it, it, he's the one where I, I think if you take him out the Spurs change I think he's 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 the best example of Spurs, apart from Kane, who is Spurs like culturally, mm. I think as a footballer, I just I think he's absolutely brilliant, and he will it will be million billions to replace him. I think it's a good question. I think he's absolutely right. I don't know, like as soon as you take him out, things fall apart. Mm. And the same way, Delhi's forcing his way into that position as well, like really. But I, it, Ericsson's so important. Quick point on Delhi Ali as well, because for me, it's no coincidence that. Our bad spells coincided with him not being in the team as much either. Yeah. What is it with fans that get on his back quite a lot? So I, I do not understand it. I, I think that Delhi went through a season of like he was he was some flare moves, some big goals. Mm. It was all a sort of a little bit of a flashpoint. He has matured and changed his mm. game almost too quickly for a lot of fans to realise. Mm. And he plays in a really intelligent way now and he's more of a supporting role and actually he's more about kind of helping the build-up play rather than these fantastic mm. finishes. Yeah. And so people don't necessarily spot that and they say, well, he's not scoring as many or not as many like direct assists. So they yeah. think he's not playing well, but actually if you watch him, he's so influential just in a slightly different way now. I think he's yeah. just adapted his game. Yeah. He's brilliant. And he's been playing a different position like he did for England at the World Cup where he was playing central midfield mm. not as a 10 well, exactly. in the centre of the park dictating yep. play, breaking yeah. play up, doing it all. He's at risk of being like not having a position like Kane has a position even he's been moved around but like almost Lampard and Gerald where they couldn't find him the perfect position yeah. in England or but he's a risk he's, of that. He's such a talented player, Deli. Like, I, yeah. I think as his career goes on, he will end up just being a central midfielder and yeah. dominating games. Because he's a big lad with six foot one, six foot two as well, yeah. isn't he? He's a joy um, to watch as well because you can tell yeah. he loves his football. Yeah, he, he loves his football. And yeah. He's clever as well, and he? He, yeah. does, he doesn't rely on his physicality. He's brilliant. And yeah. I, I like a player that's played at the lower leagues, well, because they've got that Definitely. fight about them. And then when things are get, <laughs> getting tough, you know he's not one that's going to back down and be bullied or anything. Yeah, no. I, I love him. I, I, I'm a little bit on the edge with that one, though. I mean, you're right. And he doesn't back down he's, he's fearless which I love mm. but I think he does need to wind his neck in a little bit and some oh, of the lashing out now I know it's interesting because Poch obviously I think am I right I think Poch got sent off like seven times in his career yeah ridiculous. he didn't have a good discipline right? and, and, and he actually said he goes because when, when Poch got pulled up a couple of times with, with Delhi's sort of petulance he said no I don't, I don't want to take that out of his game mm. you know that's important to me but I think I think he needs to rein it in just because there's a couple of times when he's lashed out and got himself in trouble yeah. and you're no good to us yeah. sent off 
You, we need you on the pitch. It's just controlling that. Exactly. It's, that it's just a little bit of control for me. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the fight. Like Rooney had that fire, didn't he? And yeah. There were times when you could see Rooney chasing someone. He's like, you yeah. are, he's going to do a minute. Yeah. He's yeah. going to break yeah. something. Absolutely. But, um, but I think all the players at the top have that. Like even Ronaldo and Messi to a certain level play on the edge, and you're never quite sure yeah. what what I, they're going to do totally next. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I think booting like someone in the ribs is is it's on, it's it's over the edge. Yeah. Just, yeah. A, yeah. just a little. Just bit. a tiny, just a tiny bit. Let's let's keep you let's keep you playing, Delhi, not on the bench. Um, last question to so Mark this one's for Go you on. um, Richard Stanston on Facebook said is it worth winning at any cost or should the club have some integrity so what he means is yeah, do on. we stick to our values of playing beautiful football or do we go down the Mourinho route of just win and it doesn't matter how I, I personally I'm for the former I, because that, that's what that's what is that's what Spurs is. You just said it so well. It's, it's about it's about the culture of the club, and it epitomises why we love Spurs. It, yeah. All the way back to the top of the podcast, Chaz and Dave. Mm-hmm. There's that warmth, there's that affinity, there's that love for it. And if you take that out, right? Then I mean, well, you talk like a, like, like a George Graham Arsenal with one yeah. nil boring crap. Yeah. Like, no, I, it, I, I I I hate losing. Right? It's the worst. You know, as a Spurs fan, it's it's the worst thing that that that's out You know, see, that's why we go to to football. We want to win trophies. We want to succeed. But when you watch a Spurs team play, there's no greater joy. I wouldn't, mm. I wouldn't be happy losing. My season tickets to go and watch Spurs, not going to watch a, a, a crap game just because it gets the yeah. right numbers. That's the thing. We're, there's a lucky 50,000 who get to go watch Spurs. Well, 25,000 who get to go watch Spurs regularly. Mm. And for them, it is all about the experience. Yeah, right? And then, it, But if you're watching on TV, you sort of forget what you've watched, but you remember the result. And I think mm. that's the difference. And as it becomes more global and we lose a bit of the soul of the team, uh, it's going to people are going to want that more and more but mm. City have shown that you can play amazing football you have to pay for the nose for it and I think we need to be at that end of the I'd rather lose one and win three beautifully than win all four like it's, it's properly like that like you, you remember Chelsea and they, they scored 100 goals in the season and all that no one really remembers them and everyone sort of hates them but that Man City team from last season you love them because yeah. they're, they're playing with flair yeah yeah well that's some brilliant questions there like, yeah really good through. so thanks everyone for, for writing those in um Anything else you want to cover? Oh, Junior's been in contact. How oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. How is he? Junior's good. So he's on a trip to North London. Mm-hmm. Um, he he says he's getting into to drill and into grime. And he says uh, he's looking forward to... He's seen the stadium and he's looking forward to going back to the stadium. But he can't get into the stadium. So he's been going up and down Tottenham High Road. And he's asking you two... What, what, no, no, but what was your, what's your favourite thing about going up the road to Tottenham? Because I go Seven Sisters and walk up. Mm. What's your, what are you looking forward to being back in the area for? Do you know what I mean? Like, forget the games. What around the stadium, what were you looking forward to being back? I just love the buzz of it when you get there. Because oh, um, yeah. well, my route in was never normally Seven Sisters. Yeah, I always... would normally go Northumberland Park and walk down. Yeah. Or White Hart Lane Station and walk down if we get in the train. Um, and it's just that moment when you get off. It's great, isn't it? Walk out the station. It's Spurs fans everywhere. You just feel like you belong, don't you? And I've seen kids in the kit. Yeah, and it's just, it's just. You get near and you walk past the pubs and you can hear the chant in the beginning. You get the smell of the burgers and the onions, yeah. and you just think this is what it's all about. That's what it's so interesting about. that both of you do public transport to get there. I always drive. Do you? So yeah, yeah. Which park? So right. So me don't give it away. Don't give it away. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if you can. But the funny thing is, the um, been parking there for years and years, and the name of the road has gone out my bloody head. It's the, the where the um, the Pitter, pitter bread factories are. Oh, no, well, it's, um, basically, it's it's uh, where the Billy Nick is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if you walk past the Billy Nick on your right hand side, walking away, you take a left hand side yeah. through a cap for a little uh, and you cap, housing barrier, estate. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah, a little yeah, housing yeah. estate, yeah. and then all the all the away coaches park down yeah. there. Can't think of the name of the road now. Um, it's, so I got really really shrewd about it a few years ago. I, I live just off the um, A406 in Woodford. Oh yeah. So what I did was I got friendly with one of the, the guys in the high-vis jackets that, that uh, runs yeah. the, the car parks, you know, like the five yeah. pounds a park. And I said to him, look, I will be here every week or every home game. I said, just leave me a space in the car park yeah. and I'll be here, at, let's say Saturday, three o'clock, I'll be here at quarter to three. So whilst everyone's sitting there for a six and gridlock because they want to get their early doors and yeah. get their programs and their burgers and all that, I wait until like 20 past two, jump in my car, everyone's already there. Shoot down there for a six, straight to the car park, there's a space waiting for me. And then the bit I love is walking down the main road and you go past the Billy Nick yeah, and everyone's yeah, there. Yeah. It's, it's on the corner, you've got that, you know, they've got the um, little barbecue going outside, yeah. all the songs going, yeah. all the fans on that corner. That's for me is when you. Everyone's in the from, road and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's walking past the Billy Nick yeah. and, then, and then you go through the school yeah, into the ground. That's, yeah. that's my routine and that's, that, that rush gets you and everyone yeah. walking in the same I can't direction. Wait. I can't it's wait. It's going to be yeah. great to be back in Tottenham, though. That's, that's what it's about. Question When do you think? 
I mean, like obviously, next year, like January. No, no, no. Okay. Start of next season. So you, you think season? I, I was quite well, they did. One of my biggest frustration with this is the lack of transparency. I mean, yeah. yeah. Just because yeah. they they know they must know well, with at least a little, with a little bit more certainty than they're giving away, and it's yeah, it should be the next game. Oh no, no, it's not. Oh no, it's not. And it's I think that's the thing that I think a lot of fans are feeling a little bit messed around yeah, and, and yeah. sort of been, mm. been manipulated just if it's going to be the end of the season we'll take it on the chin we're going to have one of the best stadiums going we'll, yeah. we'll suck it up just tell us yeah. I think there needs to be a little bit more transparency with it. it's the, frustrating there's man. a really good article uh, which I can send to you to stick out on the Twitter mm. which was by like an industry paper like B2B paper which in the construction news and it was just talking about what a farce it is and what Spurs <laughs> did is rather than give Mace the whole project they, in, they went out and bought and had individual contracts with the electricians, with the plumbers, with everyone. And then, so Mace have got no power over, and so they're all working towards their individual projects, but no one's bringing it all back up mm. into one overall project. So, like, they had an incident a couple of weeks ago where the air conditioning electricians came in and installed all the electric, um, all the wires, all the electricity, mm. and um, they hadn't installed the actual air conditioning, so they had to rip it out, even though oh, they've been working over all the week. God. It's just loads of stuff, yeah, stupid yeah. stuff like that. And it happens when you're rushing as well, in any rushing. Job, when yeah. you're rushing to get something done, you then make a stupid they mistake. They tried to save money, longer. and it's cost more. So one, yeah. one step back, well, no, one step forward, a million steps back. Well, I watched the, the, I called it the Everton game yesterday. Yeah. I watched the Everton game, and at half time, they, they did an aerial shot of the, of the new stadium because oh, yeah, yeah. JD was, was yeah. um, pundit. And, and it, it doesn't look close to me. No. Like, there just seems to be so much around it, and obviously, there was no pitch there, and, and yeah. it just. You just yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't. I don't it's, it's not in this side. Yeah, I, I think even when we do get in there, the surrounding area is going to be. That's going to take ages to get all finished. I think you'll be there yeah. one week and they'll be a bit sectioned off. The next yeah, week it'll yeah, be paved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's going to take time to yeah, get. Do you remember it done. the last season as well when we had the whole corner missing? Mm. Don't bother. Just that, get. That's where my season ticket was. Oh no I've, way. Well, I got moved to the Park Lane. Oh yeah. Which actually helped though because in the new new stadium I'm in the I'm in the oh, wall yeah. now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a nightmare. The way it'll it be worth it though when we get there eventually. Of course it will. But Mark, it's been great having you yeah, on. Please do absolutely. come back absolutely this season. Yeah, Thank you, James. You, you've been here as well. Shaz yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Dave are going to play you out today as well, so uh, enjoy that. And remember, whatever happens, future's bright, future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Take me for